0: It's your boy Dukes, and this is After Sports Talks. You can catch us on Monday at 3 p.m. on The Real 1100 and iHeartRadio. Let's go! Yo, 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 yo. it's your boy Dukes checking in. It's a lovely Monday. I hope you all had a lovely weekend and was able to skip over those Monday blues. And if you wasn't, it's okay. We're here now. We're kicking back. Workday almost over time talking sports you, you 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 uh you nervous just a little bit you know always nervous a little oh, bit you got got to be it's not more so nervous. it's just Dead. wanting everything to go right
1: okay i th- i think you're going to be uh i think you're going to be all right you're going to be all right so i uh it's your first time this your first show right
0: first one you scared nah i just don't w- want to get these stats wrong or piss anybody off
1: yeah cuz we be listening
0: man you know i'm going to talk a lot of, about them saints gone in the future so you them know. Aints or Saints? oh if yeah, you right ain't okay. the Aints. who's okay.
1: your favorite whos your, who's your team anyway
0: you know the dirty birds the falcons day one still still you know i broke up with them about five times last year <laughs> oh, but you know we have a toxic relationship i keep running back to them wow yeah i'm i'm,
1: I'm familiar with that that's that imagine if you have imagine if you had thank you Greg. imagine if you had a uh, uh if you um had a what do you call it, a stadium? See, if you had a suite, and you was paying for that every month. I think it's ten thousand. I think it's one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars for the year for a suite.
0: I will be in that suite, cussing them out every game. <laughs> I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not wasting
1: that money on that suite now. <laughs> uh-uh, not me. It's one twenty-five. That's a small
0: one. Oh yeah. Yeah, one twenty-five. I'm not. I'm not doing that. I'm not wasting that money. All right. I'm all in all that right. suite supporting my team.
1: What's up with the Hawks, man?
0: Philly leading the series 2-1 right now. Okay. That game that game three was pretty upsetting. I mean, first of all, if a team is shooting 60% from the field, you got to do better. I mean, I think we shot, what, 20% from the three-point line, 6 for 23? I mean, we shot 47% from the field. And B went 35, 10 boards, 10 assists. I mean, come on, we got to do something about that.
1: What do you think the cause of that was? No practice, not ready. Nervous. Nah, nah, nah. We de- we definitely ready.
0: Um, I-, I think we wasn't nervous. For one, we, we had to always address the injuries. We got we had got Hunter down. Okay. Okay. Um, that's that's really big on our perimeter defense. Uh, one thing we they had way too many points in the paint. You know they scored over eighty percent of their baskets in the paint because they did it. their three point percentage was terrible. They went ten for twenty three. So Ben was getting to the paint. Their pick and roll mm. offense was working. We can't compete with Joel. You know, head to head with him he's going to get his points he's going to get his 40 10 10 every game it's not it's not about that but if we're going to beat them we have to score those perimeter shots have to be on point and we have to score score early in the shot clock so if we don't and we try to set our half court offense mm. their defense is going to lock in it's let's, let's be real ben ben simmons is a 6 10 point guard
1: so so you know um i don't throw you know who who knows sports and probably was it did you go to the game Greg? you would you uh, would, uh, do you still go to the Hawks game and cover it with them?
2: No, the last game I went to was Vince Carter's last game. That was the last game I went to.
1: What wow. year was
0: that? That was last year. Okay. I know he
2: played for like 100 years, but <laughs> <laughs>
0: the one from last year. <laughs> Did they win or lose? They lost. Who do we play? Is the Knicks. Oh, my God. Is that bad? I mean, last year – before Randall. the
2: 2020 yeah. Knicks, yeah, oh, okay, was on the okay, team. Okay, Randall's man. on the
0: team. He's had his best season so far.
2: But that that was a different roster altogether. So, so it 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 this it was not the same Hawks team that that you're seeing
1: this year. Are that, you even a Hawks fan? I'm just asking. I'm not. No, you're not a Hawks fan. Who's your team? Miami. Really? I'm not mad at that. I, I like Jimmy Butler. As far as, he lives in Atlanta. He does. He need to go ahead and play football. I'm talking about he lives in Atlanta. How you, uh, you know.
2: I'm not from Atlanta, though. I'm one of those transplants before people said, okay, we're all cool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you know how people here are anyway. No one's really loyal to the home team. No one. No. Let's be serious here.
2: I mean, if you saw the, went to that game or, or during this first round series, there are more Knicks fans uh, than Hawks fans. Wow. Like almost every Hawks game is is uh, looks like a road game for the Hawks.
1: <laughs> you are you hating on the Hawks too? You like you like the Hawks? I like the
0: Hawks. I, I, I'm not gonna sit here and lie and say I'm a dedicated Hawks fan because I do fall victim to, you know, leaving our, our team when we're not doing well and coming back when we are. Why why do people
1: do that? I think
0: and I hate to say, I think it's just a how we are here in Atlanta our fandom is it's just weird like that
1: New uh, New Orleans is not like that at all they can have a losing season on every team they have and they still go and we'll fight you oh yeah why can't we be like that Atlanta because we're not originally from Atlanta is that it
2: there's not enough there's not enough true Atlantans that go that go to the games or the games aren't being marketed towards them I remember growing up and seeing commercials for Hawks games and you know, this is, you know, during the the late nineties, early two thousands, like, okay, you can see the Sixers, okay, they had Allen Iverson, right? See the Lakers, that was Kobe and Shaq. Right. Or, you know, they would market games that way to where you could see the other team's best players and get a package like that. Right. Rather than let's see, you know, come see the Hawks. But it's come see the other team.
0: But what about those people that aren't from other cities? Like I know a lot of Pittsburgh Steelers fans, and those people have never been to Pittsburgh a day in their life.
2: I think part of it's also like because there there are Cowboys fans who've never been to Dallas, and it's because those teams you see those teams a lot on national television. You see those teams being marketed. You see them uh, whether they're good or bad. They're going to be on Sunday Night Football and mm-hmm. and and monday night football for the for national audiences because they are they've been branded that way since they started like pittsburgh steelers are coming up on like 80 years right and uh, i think dallas is at 60 years so they have pushed their brand to and and have been seen by eyes around the country so Mm -hmm. people gravitate towards that and they're winning yeah
0: have how many rings
2: steelers have six
0: six
1: rings Wow, I'm Falcons. Gonna, we have um, zero. <laughs> that's the argument. Every time you want to argue with somebody, like, so how many rings y'all? have been times y'all been in the Super Bowl man, that you man, won? I'm man, I hate man. that so much. But it's true though. That twenty eight, you know, you
2: know, that's what that that's that's the Saints fans' trump card now. Absolutely.
0: Because they got one. And yeah. you know what I say every time? I'll be like, man, Stefan Diggs, huh? <laughs> <laughs> And then they lost again the next year. After that, the same kind of way, right? Yeah. Ah, oh, man, I loved it though. I was I was laughing so hard.
1: But we can't laugh for long because we still don't have none.
0: I mean, okay, so let's let's talk about it. let's really get into it. We
1: just we just lost Julio. How how do y'all feel about that? I don't want to watch the I don't want to really watch the game no more. Be honest with you, I've just lost three of them for the Falcons.
0: I just I can't even believe it, y'all. And let's just run down Julio's career for y'all. He had ten seasons. Julio had twelve thousand eight hundred and sixty-six yards for sixty touchdowns. Hmm. Right now, he's the only active player in the top fifteen re- as receivers. We let that go. Now we have Calvin and and crew. <laughs> Calvin and company is what I'm going to call him now.
2: We well, got you got Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts. I'm, I'm expecting Kyle Pitts to have to, to fully replace
0: Julio. T- tight end out of Florida.
2: Um, like you can, I'm he can't not fully even...
0: replace Julio. He said fully no. replace. You can't fully uh, replace I, you you can't, Julio. You can't. I'm like,
2: but you know, I think. Uh, I think he's expected to have a big season. Um, you know, if you pick a guy if you pick a receiver or tight end in mm-hmm. the top five he's going to start and he's got to deliver when you throw him the ball.
0: Okay, so now they're going to double Pitts. So now what?
2: I mean, that's going to leave something open for a receiver because he's a tight end it's going to leave something open for Hurst She'll leave, uh, for Gage, Ridley somebody's going to be open. Like you can't just double somebody
1: not have hope. I'm calling and, it now.
0: I'm calling yeah. it now. Russell Gage is slept on. And he will have a great year this year. He will. He's going to do very well. Top 20 receiver this year, Russell Gage. I said it.
2: But there there also what I think what a lot of people don't follow is like there are huge financial reasons to trade Julio. Oh yeah. Um there well, are there's the the salary that he would get, but if you trade or cut him there's the cap hit. It counts against against your salary cap and it's usually more. I mm-hmm. think he was gonna make fifteen million, but if you cut him, the cap hit is twenty three million. Exactly. So basically that's that's twenty three million dollars you can't use. And they haven't signed they hadn't signed their draft picks. Exactly. So they didn't have any money to sign the draft picks. Somebody had to go. <laughs> so what contracts are you looking at? You looking at Julio, you're looking at Matt Ryan, and maybe Grady Jarrett. And they're not going to trade their best defensive player
0: oh, no. just
2: for cap space. Not even if, in so case you're not familiar with it. Who so. can you afford to ch-
0: trade? Exactly. That
2: it was really Julio.
0: It was Julio. And Julio had a, oh, a, a three year, six, $6 million contract. Yeah, we, I hate to say it, but. How come you get decision. rid of
1: Matt Ryan? I'm just asking. I know everybody else is asking the question. You Why know, it,
0: is it more than just skill set at this point?
1: We've been, we had enough time to it, it's figure age. out. His right. age now. We've had enough time to realize that we need to get something new. We every year we visit this. Well, we're gonna keep him a little long. We're gonna keep him a little long. It's like okay, we've kept him a Super Bowl, a Super Bowl because he could have won. It. I blame him a little bit for the Super Bowl loss. And now Shanahan. Mm-mm. I
2: I think you gotta blame Shanahan you gotta blame for that. Shanahan. If oh. when you have the lead, just you the clock is your friend.
1: But you're the quarterback. You got control of that. But you're not calling he's not. He's not
2: allowed to call audibles. He doesn't call any plays. Yeah,
0: he,
1: he wasn't So he
2: he had no control of the situation, but the coaches did.
1: Well, I think after I saw them make their first touchdown, I would have been over there with, the, listen, coach, I know you're calling this, but we can't afford to. We we, we we can't lose this. After
0: going to halftime, Tevin Coleman and Devontae Freeman were averaging at least eight yards carry. Mm-hmm. So there was no excuse not to continue to run the ball. That's a coaching
1: problem. Yeah.
0: You know I had look, and y'all will find out later. I'm, I'm always on Matty Ice's head, <laughs> but this time I, I can't blame it on him. Did he have a few bad throws in the game? He always does. <laughs> That's expected. But was he calling the game? No, he wasn't. It was not his fault.
1: No, he wasn't, but.
0: Let's take the time to be positive, though. Now, y'all, we you know we we down <laughs> in our dirty birds. Let's, but but it, it, it's positive. It's kind of like the
1: Seattle when when Seattle when Seattle Seahawks played, and uh, instead of them throwing the ball to, uh, and then they lost their Super Bowl.
0: So they uh, handed the ball to Marshawn,
1: yeah, making that coaching.
0: You, you gonna blame that on, um, on Russell Wilson? Yep, because Russell could just held the ball. You already winning. So if Russell holds, the if he, if he disobeys his coach, holds the ball. And, and they the still don't score, then what? And they win the Super Bowl. But what if they don't? What if he makes that call and they do not win? But when they leading already?
2: No. They okay. needed it. They needed to score. Yeah. They needed a touchdown to win.
1: Mmm. Yeah, I, I forgot about that. You sure? I thought he I thought yeah, that's right. I'm he, he, yeah, yeah, because the guy from Mississippi actually won, uh, actually won the. Uh... Exactly. Okay.
0: Exactly. Well, back to my dirty birds. Like I said, we gotta be positive here. Let's talk about that defense. You already mentioned Grady Jarrett. We have DJ, mm-hmm. Deion Jones, who's one of my favorite linebackers in the league right now. We did get uh, rid of Keanu Neal mm-hmm. and Casey. They're both Cowboys now. But we have some good draft picks. We already mentioned Cal Pitts. We have Richie Grant, a safety out of UCF. Mm-hmm. We have Jalen Mayfield, um, another offensive tackle out of Michigan. They never do really well, so I'm not even gonna talk about him. Good luck, Jalen, but I'm not really expecting our line to do much. We have Darren Hall, a cornerback from San Diego State. Mm. And I'm not sure uh, if you know, but th- th- we, we generally get great defensive backs from San Diego State through the years. The last 10 years, mm. great draft picks. Um, the last person we've gotten was Casey, who we just let go. Um, our last pick was Taekwon Graham, defensive tackle from Texas. So with these, with these key pieces, and last but not least, our new D.C., and that's uh Mr. Pease himself. Legendary Mr. Pease. He had two Super Bowls with the Ravens and, and the Pats. He came out of retirement for us. So if he came out of retirement, that means he must really want to be here, right? You would think.
1: So I think I think we, you know, at least win two games. I, I'm, I'm gonna tell you, I don't I don't see the Falcons Okay, so you know what our schedule, you know what our schedule look like? Now you see uh, it's out. It's out, yeah. Yeah, because it seemed like that it depends on what this new schedule looked like. I have a couple of sympathy, sympathy let's games. Let's see. Let's see what we're working with. And then that might might help us out because uh, I, I don't think, I'm not really feeling the Falcons right now. I'm a little weird. I nervous. mean, well, of
2: course, you kind of have that. There's six division games. So, you know, there's the, there's the Bucks twice and the Saints, Saints twice, twice, the Panthers twice. Right.
0: Um, oh, game one. Look at game one, y'all
1: game 1. Who? Well, it's a preseason game versus the Titans. But we don't we, we don't anything we lose is just it's, it it we carry it on through the season. If we lose our preseason game, we just like, okay, we just doomed. Preseason versus Titans, then the Dolphins, the Browns, and the Eagles. So we might win what two of those.
2: So the first game is against the Eagles. And then uh you got the Bucks, then Bucks. the Giants, Washington. Um uh, so we're playing the NFC East and the AFC East. Playing Jets and Dolphins, Patriots, Bills, and
1: so y'all saying we're gonna lose. Yeah. We're gonna lose the first six games. We
0: should go five hundred at least. I think you
2: can go, yeah. It may.
1: We should not be struggling to get five hundred. Y'all y'all I mean it's a rebuilding year right now. We've been rebuilding for how long? That's an excuse every every year. We've been rebuilding since the since since Mike Mike (laughs) Vick. Since Mike Vick, we've been rebuilding. (laughs) Nah, we're still rebuilding. It's our last rebuilding year. All right. Our last rebuilding year. Yeah, we hope so. I think what we messed up is when we got rid of Shanahan though. That was our chance to turn it around. Let's pump the brakes on that real quick. <laughs> okay,
0: let's let's pound the brakes on that. You don't think so? I'm biased. Like I said, I, I blame Shanahan. I'm the guy that's a conspiracies. I'm saying oh, Shanahan man. threw the game to so get he, the quarterback he wanted because he knew who's getting that, that head coach position at San Fran. Oh, my and God. And let's think about it. The next year, <laughs> what happened? He what went happened? To San he went Garoppolo was supposed to go to the Pats but, or stay with the Pats, but what happened? He went with San Fran with Shanahan. Think about it.
1: Just you believe it that. for real?
0: I, I I truly believe that.
1: You think something? He was the
2: second choice. I think I think Shanahan wanted Kirk Cousins, uh, but he, he ended up with Garoppolo. They made a Super Bowl, um, but Garoppolo isn't isn't that good. Like he's someone who's a product of the system. So, that's why they went out and got another quarterback.
0: Right. I think at halftime, Shanahan was like, hello, Belichick. (laughs) So, look, man, look. I'm not going to get Kirk. I'm not getting him. But, look, I'll cut you a deal. (laughs) I'll throw this game. I'll start running the ball if you just give me Garoppolo. That's what happened. I'm telling you. I talked to Arthur about it. He told me.
1: And, you know, I really almost believe that, right? (laughs) I really almost almost believe (laughs) that. Well, so – Okay, so guys,
0: if the Falcons don't win, are we breaking up with them again?
1: Of course. we. They got, I got to get back with them. They need to win before I'm we already broke up. So, I need to see some wins. So who first. you with right <sighs> now? Why you ask me that on the radio? Because I don't want my brother and them to hit it. Who you with right now? Who who you – As long uh, as you don't say the
0: Saints, with? I think you're okay. Oh, yeah. Titans. The Titans? Yeah. Julio Jersey on the way. Yeah.
1: I got it. Yeah, <laughs> Titans. I really like – I've always liked the Titans, actually. Right. Um. So at first, my team was – the Redskins when I was in college. And then it went from that to interesting 49ers.
0: I think you may be the second Redskins fan I've ever met in my life. I, think I I I I see the connection.
2: You 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 like the Doug Williams team. You went to the an <laughs> HBCU and then the Titans. They yep. have oh, yeah, the Yeah, yep. That's you went it. to the that's, that's that's Exactly what happened.
1: That's what that's, happened yeah, huh? that's why. Now, honestly, that is why. That's a good call. That's what happened. I I, I had to support my HBCU wherever we go. That's why that's I like Dion Because I didn't like Dion until he came to Jackson State. Who's your second team due to HBCU player or coach? Uh, mm, other than the Titans, probably. I kind of like Miami a little bit, mm. but not. It's between them two, just just the Titans or either Falcon. I do Miami just because I don't have nothing else to do.
0: Speaking of HBCUs, one thing I would love to do here is have a Dion. sports talk, is of course bring the great Showtime Dion. <laughs> but I like to do a lot of HPCU coverage. What do you think about Paul George? Sorry, Paul, I'm about to flash right through you right now. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I would not have a problem with Paul George after that injury. Mm-hmm. But you cannot call yourself playoff P and play the way you you are. I'm sorry, playoff P. I wonder how Kawhi feels about him calling himself playoff P. He he played better the other night. He did. He after halftime but he did.
2: It's it's definitely inconsistent. Yeah. And, you know, it calling himself playoff P, having that commercial where he hits the game when it's shot, something we've never seen him do. <laughs>
1: Not once. <laughs> I mean, but he can get him a name if he feels that strong. Playoff about P. Like you you gotta do something to get and, him. And I him mean a
2: name. he he definitely has something to prove. He may feel like he doesn't. Um but after last year where he uh where he hit the side of the backboard on that shot. Then once he hit the yeah, when he hit the side of the backboard on that shot last year, he's got a lot to a lot to prove. He's got a lot to make up for.
1: Oh yeah. But he you know, sometimes you have to get your own name. You don't pat yourself on the back end of the body's like listen at him, playoff P. We'll talk more about
0: playoff P when we get back from this break, because <laughs> I have a lot 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 more to say about him. <laughs>
2: At Just for Pets Wellness Center, our expert veterinary team provides personal, professional, and compassionate services to your beloved pets. You can rely on us for pet wellness exams, medical care and treatments, dentistry, and surgical care. We provide a clean, safe, and caring environment for dogs, cats, and pocket pets. With exceptional care, always the standard. We're Dog on Good and the Cat's Meow. Visit our website for more information at wwwjust four petsfl.vet or give us a call at
0: 239-270-5721. It's your boy Dukes here at After Sports Talk.
1: Dude. Chilling. Talking Dukes. sports, you know.
0: Kick back. here with my boy Alvin. Having a good time. You
1: didn't tell him that you coach baseball. You know why you don't tell people you coach oh, baseball? Oh man, you know. Coach baseball, play football. So right now I am coaching baseball,
0: seven, eight-year-olds, Georgia Elite Baseball in Marietta, Georgia, Larry Belfield. It's been great. It's my It's been my first time coaching, mm-hmm. first time being around, you know, children that long. And, it, okay. you know, it's, it's definitely been an experience, <laughs> Okay. but I absolutely love it. Okay. The main reason why is because at that age, when I was seven years old, I played mm-hmm. baseball.
1: Okay.
0: Um, I've actually been playing baseball since four. And my coaches at that age were... My number one motivations, you know, my number one influences about how to be a man, how to properly carry myself, how to build my character. Mm -hmm. And all I knew was that eventually I want to do the same. So, you know, I got an opportunity to join Georgia Elite Baseball. Got into it as an assistant coach, and I never turned back. It's been great. My boys have been winning, won our last three games.
1: Couldn't ask for more. Could you, um, would you want to coach, could you coach basketball? You don't like basketball? I can say say
0: yes, just maybe at a kid's level. Um but as far as, you know, the actual, you know, running plays and doing defensive sets, I don't think I have enough to offer to say I can go out and coach a full youth basketball team. Okay. A football team? Absolutely, yeah. I'm, I'm ready for that. Okay. All right. So what
1: are you gonna say about Paul? Oh. Man, why are you so hard on the man, man? I shouldn't like brought this man. See, man, man. so look,
0: man, I <laughs> I've been rocking with Paul since he was at Indiana with Danny Granger. Y'all remember Danny Granger? I
1: don't. Danny A Grig- little bit. Danny Granger was pretty cold. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, it, it, he wasn't cold for very long, but he was cold. He got injured, and PG stepped up. And that's when we realized that, oh, my God, like this guy could ball. He was 6'8", two guard, played de- great defense. Before right. Kawhi came in, that, that was my one-two punch. He, he played, had great offense and great defense. Paul George, I, can't, I
1: was going to call him playoff P. Yeah. <laughs> Paul George was a guy then, but, you know. I don't know why he called himself that, I was just trying to make, I to make it fun. I wasn't making fun I was like, where you get that name from? Look, you... what I said last
0: game was, playoff P, I, I said it, he needs to stop taking these shots, these quick shots. He needs to attack the paint and kick out. And the moment I said that, after halftime, he did it. He, he made some adjustments. He did that. Like, yeah. like you mentioned, Greg, he did that. He got to the paint. He drew some fouls. If he couldn't get a bucket, he dished out to the wing. exactly what they need to do.
1: Let me ask y'all something. Greg has his own sports show that he does, too. Greg, what's the name of your show? You do? Uh,
2: there's uh, at least two of them. There's two of them. Uh, one is um, DNA Sports Talk, which will air tonight on Mondays at 7. Uh, and there's Sports Roundtable, which is Wednesday nights at 7. Um, is That's all of my I think. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, so you all are both sports-like fanatics. Do you all think that sports, as far as basketball is concerned, has kind of had a little chill on it since Kobe's death? Do you think it kind of like the hype is not like it once was, either because, one, A, he retired, and then after his death, do you all think that it just had not been like hype, hype like it once was, or people kind of moved to a space of being able to deal with
2: it? I mean, as far as grieving Kobe, Mm -hmm. um, I think – a lot of people still are, you know, I go online, people are having, there's a new story about, you know, Kobe as a player every day, or people on Instagram, like, to post his highlights every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I think people are still, if, they, if they're not in the grieving process, just in the process of honoring him, maybe, you know, like, appreciating him still, I mean, even... You know, some people say, you know, you want to give someone their flowers while they're still here. But, you know, I think even in death, people are still giving him his flowers. Mm -hmm. But as far as it it affecting the product on the court or there's not being that one guy that everybody watches. um, I think that's just there's so much talent in the league. There's a lot of talent in the league. So people have different teams or players that, you know, they enjoy watching.
0: That's I agree. I, I, I second that. I, I think Kobe was a huge hit for, for all of us, not only for those who love sports, yeah. but for people that just know big names in general. I, I, I'll say that I was a Tracy McGrady fan growing up, and I really fell in love with Kobe when he retired. Mm-hmm. You know, him seeing him become a father, um, seeing him being so evolved with Gigi and, right. and the team, yeah. that got me. I was so ready for Kobe to continue down that line eventually become a coach and you know just extend his career that it just hurt not being able to have that right but as far as you know affecting the game of basketball i think if anything COVID had the biggest impact on that yeah COVID. and like greg said there's there's so many rising stars right now we got john morant balling ben simmons is young um donovan mitchell right now is having an amazing playoff he's only 24 years old trey young Damian Lillard's going off. I mean, I, th- I think there's just so much talent around the league that we're not really focusing
1: on one player anymore. LeBron's on his decline. Yeah, I said it. LeBron's on his decline. He said he, he said somebody's age. I watched his show. Something on, he said something about, I'm getting older now. Now he wanted to say that.
2: Well, I mean, he, sa- he said he'll never be 100%. Yeah, you saw that. Which he is, said, yeah, it's true. Um, But he's one of those guys, and we, we see this in, in a lot of players who've been so pro- productive for mm-hmm. so long. It could fall off a cliff. I don't want to see it fall off a cliff. Maybe Hopefully it's, like, gradual to where, okay, he's averaging 25. Maybe his last year he averages 20. So maybe oh, it's not like
1: Some throw the towel he just, in he just
2: falls off and, and or he has a whole lot of injury, so then we're not even really seeing him. You know, we kind of saw that with Kobe towards the end because he had two major injuries back-to-back. Right. But his last year, I think he only missed maybe a handful of games.
0: It's true. How old is LeBron right now?
2: 36.
0: 36. Didn't he say last week that 36-year-old LeBron can, can beat young LeBron? Yeah. He made that comment, and now he he's saying. <laughs> oh, no, he was dead serious. <laughs> he was so serious. Yeah. All right, y'all, it's been real. It's been so fun here. But don't worry. I'll be back next time.
1: You going have some good stuff? Going
0: to have some good stuff. I, I can't wait and get into it. How often your show come on? Mondays, 3 p.m.,
1: First Monday of the month.
0: First first Monday of the month.
1: I'll be listening.
0: Oh, yeah. Peace. Thanks for tuning in on the Apple Sports Talk. It's your boy, Dukes. We had a good time. This was fun, but we'll do it again.
1: Peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to another Old Fashioned Health Network show on The Real 1100.